Hello, how are we? Are you sat in your van? Have you got your feet up? Are you on lunch break? Hope so, because it's one o'clock and it should be that time of day that you uh, have a little relax. Get your, have you got your sandwiches made for you? Should be nice to have your sandwiches made, shouldn't it? We're talking today about tool theft in the trade. Have you had your van broken into? Have you had tools stolen? Um, please put some stuff in the comments. I'd love to hear from you if you've been affected by it, because it just seems to be something that happening a lot we're hearing a lot of our colleagues they're getting their vans turned over so please let us know in the comments or have you got any ways that you've sort of um, secured your van to stop people breaking in i'm more interested to hear that because today we've got a facebook on the tools legend that has done that just with his van but we'll talk more about that in a minute um i've got loads of guests today actually i've got one in the studio which i'll introduce you to in a minute i've got uh, and three joining me online which one of them is also a police officer who's going to answer all questions about um how we can protect our vans and if, is there a rise in talk there so if you've got any questions for him in fact you could put them in the comments as well also because we love giving things away we are giving away a money cannot buy although if you've gone shopping probably could buy it um on the tools hoodie so do you do you want to get your hands on one of these very easy to do all you have to do is put a comment in and we will choose it by a, like a really special machine that we've got apparently which is called a randomizer um that sounds very technical uh, maybe just put your hands in a bucket but apparently it's a very specific machine that will pull out a name so just all you have to do to win that hoodie is just put your name down and put a comment in and just let us know what you're doing and uh, where you're working as well uh, but before we go into all of that stuff take a look at this little clip. the alarm was blazing these didn't run off they decided to open the back door and steal a drill so he got that so i thought i need a way to protect the back door so i incorporated the shocker in my alarm system <laughs> <laughs> so we have the legend himself ray taylor in the studio the man who made i'm sure you've seen that video before it's had a lot of views hello ray how are you hello i'm fine thank you, you. Good? Yeah. um what was it like seeing that video back how long ago was that video oh that was uh, about uh, a year ago last august i think uh, just over a year yeah. quite a few views isn't it around 10 million 10 million views 9.7 and the other one's got 1.3 million so your, your class is a viral superstar i reckon yeah yeah <laughs> well, we'll talk more about is that a bit of interest yeah we'll talk more about the the alarm system in a minute and what you make i just want to get your um view on things really and um so you're an electrician aren't you yes how long, how long have you been an electrician for i've been an electrician about 35 years 35 years yeah. your knees shot yeah. gone yeah, that's gone. Easy yeah, professional. Can't get that low anymore. Yeah. Trades people have bad knees, don't they? That's yes, that's one of the things of the trade. So, have you have you heard um, stories of your colleagues or anything like that that have vans been broken into? Yeah, I've done a few of my mates' vans where they've had it broken into. Yeah, it's like it's so common these days, you know. It seems to be a rising sort of trend, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like a, yeah an epidemic, and yeah. it's it's everywhere every day. Someone. So, if you, have you had your own van robbed in the past? Yes, I've had my van robbed twice, and the third time I had to do something about it. So, what did they? Um, how much were the tool, what store tools did they steal? How much were they worth? Well, the first time was two and a half grams worth they stole. Yeah, drills, cordless drills, jigsaws, all that kind of stuff. And I started putting. Well, I started up again buying some more gear and. Uh, and then I started leaving them in the van again, and then I got done again. So I said to myself, I'm not going to get done again. So I decided I need to Do come up with an idea. Yeah. 
So what, what was the time between the first time you were robbed and the, the second time you were robbed? It was uh, about 18 months. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I started leaving him in, you know, you get a bit blase about it. So I, I uh, thought, stuff this, not going to take him in every night, you know, yeah. half hour on your day. I mean, in our way. When you've been working all day, you, you don't want to offload them and just, yeah. get, you know, half hour in the morning, half hour in the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know, I mean, uh, viewers of this, I'd like to know, just put in the comments, do you take your tools out of your van every night or is that just, you know, we see those stickers on the back of our vans that say, um, tools are not left in the vehicle. Does that, does that really happen? I, I mean, I've got a van vault, so I do leave my tools. Yeah. But even when I didn't have that van vault, I did leave the car. When you get um, at 8 o'clock at night, so that's the thing. No, you can't do it every single night anyway. You're going to leave them in there sometimes and just hope for the best. Yeah. You get a bed and you think, oh, God, I forgot to get the tools out. So you've had like five grand worth yeah. of tools stolen. Yeah. So what these people, that, uh, we've got to be careful what, what we call them because we're alive, but these people... What oh, do you mean the thieves? Well, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a nice word for them. Um, yeah. What do they do? Why do they take these tools? What do you think they do with them? Well, I think... You used to be able to buy them in pubs or see them on uh, car boot sales and stuff like that. Yeah. But you never see them anymore. There's like four, done, four vans done in a, an area and on a night, you know what I mean? They're just like the four vans a night. And then them getting shipped off in containers, I think. Probably the same people going around to... Oh, of course, the yeah. Then there's a Mr. Big behind it all, there must be, because then, then going on a large scale, you know. Mr. Big, uh, Mr. Big, how many tools Mr. Big, yeah, he's the, the big boss man who sends all his little people out in the car We've got some um, CCTV footage, actually, of some of these people uh, trying to break into some vans that we can look at now, and this might be familiar to some of you. Um, we've got this... I mean, that's a very posh car, isn't it, for a... I don't know, it's Peugeot's posh, I don't know, but that's, that suppose like a coupe. I suppose they can afford it with all the tools they're selling. Um, he's trying to break into, I don't know, that's like a little Berlingo or something. They only bought the small car, so they, they yeah. can't get they can't well, get that much in that, can they? are not going to get those ladders on, but this guy's trying, he's try, I think he's trying to have a bar or something by the looks of it. He's certainly trying to get in that back door, and maybe they've got some reinforcement on there, but he, he can't get in. But that is just a normal van on the side of the road. Um, he couldn't get in. Yes, we won that one. Get in your car and <laughs> just get a look at him. That is a nice car, isn't it, for a, a, a burglar? And then we've got a second um, bit of footage here. And I think these guys are actually more successful. Actually, that's light reflecting off of his sleeves. And I thought we had some like fire sticks or something to cut his way into the van. But it's um, like reflective. But like, like you mentioned to me when we saw this earlier, that you there's very blase about it, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, he's got reflective gloves on, so he's going to see that on the CCTV. Do you know that he's going to pick that up? So they ain't that bothered about it. This guy, so he, he's opened up, so it looks like the central locking has opened everything. And there they are, they're in the, they're in the that's back. That's the old vans, aren't they? They're in the back. So uh, that's how easy it is. So have you had your van broken into like that? Or have you got any CCTV footage of your van being broken? It seems to be, a, we see that a lot on Facebook these days, don't we, people? breaking into vans and these these people running off with stuff. Um, I've got two guests online that are going to join us. They've um, actually had both of their vans done. And my first guest, who's also another electrician, this is like electrician's show, show today, right, is, uh, is Matt. Is um, Matt Thomas. He's a sparky. How are you doing, my brother? I'm good. How are you? All right? Yeah, very good. I'm loving your chair that you're, you're sat in there. That's a proper electrician's chair. Yeah, it's like the king's chair, this one. Like the king's chair, nice and snug. 
So, so, so tell me, um, you, have you, you've had your van broken into, or have you had a couple of vans broken into? Yeah, two vans broken into actually. Um, first one, they peeled the back of the door. Um, that was my my ex business partner's van, um, and they actually only took they only took a drill, uh, and the drill was broken. So they they they, they must have been scared off. But you've still got the the fact of when you find the van the next day, you're not going to be driving it away because that needs to you know be repaired. Um, the next thing is the door needs to be replaced, and then the sign writing has to be redone. So, you know, the excess, I think, was £500, and you've lost a day messing about. Um, and, you know, the drill, the drill was what it was. I mean, it was broken anyway, so that didn't matter. But, um, but it's just the inconvenience of it all, you know. Yeah, so, so that, when you say they peeled the back of the door, so they're grabbing the top of the door and they're, they're, they're manually sort of pulling it down to get into the back, is that what they did? Yeah, so the, so the rear doors, um, the barn doors, as you call it, they're just holding on and just pulling down and peeling it away. Um, so, obviously, the, the, I know someone actually, uh, a joiner who put some carpet ripper on, underneath it, where the, where the lip is. So, obviously, when you put your fingers in. But it's, you know, the, the nine times out of ten, they've always got gloves on, haven't they? Um, and, you know, you just want to, I think the deadlocks are the, are the best way to go it's more of a deterrent and it's more time for them to get in um, but th that was the first incident and the second incident was again on on the rear doors and they, they sort of looked like they, they drilled it and then peeled it back with some some sort of tin snips so that again ruined the back door had to be replaced sign written etc and they didn't get in that time um so nothing was taken but you still you still messing about with the excess and everything like that so yeah it's the, we don't they forget about the time issue, doesn't it? And your van's off the road and, you know, you've lost your tools. Um, I've got another person, a friend of yours, I think, actually, Matt, uh, Dan Ackhurst, he's uh, joining us. Hello, Dan, can you hear Yep, I can hear you, buddy, okay? Yeah, good, thank you. So, so you've had your, you've, you've been broken into yourself? Uh, yeah, so, um, again, I was, I, was, I was actually on site. It wasn't at home, I was on site. Um, Normally, I have all my tools with me, but this one time I only had a screwdriver and a meter with me because I didn't need everything else. Um, I got a I got a full transit. I got a little notification saying my door was open, so I went round there and uh, yeah, they drilled a hole in the back door and cleaned it out. So, so, so you you had everything stolen from your van when when you say clean out absolutely everything, all your tools. Uh, not everything in terms of tools wise. Yeah, they got all the tools. Um, uh, they got my laptop, which was in my tool bag. Probably shouldn't have been, but there it is. Um, and then they obviously they don't take any boxes that have got there's some equipment, screwdrivers. Don't bother with ladders or anything like that. So that was safe. But any any power tools, hand tools, and all the other accessories that we need in the trade. Uh, yeah, they got their hands on. So. Okay. What? How much do you think that if you could, if you added it all up in cost, how, how much did all those tools cost you? Um. Off the top of my head, you're probably looking at five grand mark. But then again, some of it maybe isn't worth as much as you think. Some of it is worth more than you think. And then a lot of it is sentimental. Um, and a lot, yeah, it's, uh, I've been in the trade for about 10 years now. And some of the tools I've, I did have, I had when I started. So, you know, you build your tool chest up and that. But yeah, it's probably about the five grand mark-ish. Yeah. So if I, if I, I'll come back to you, Matt. Um, 
and like uh, Dan said there, it's, it's when you lose, hand, if I lost my hand tools, that would be the thing. So you always collect tools over the years, especially electricians, you've always got a little tool that you've picked up from somewhere. I think that's the worst thing. You can replace a drill and you can replace, you know, you can replace different jigsaws and things, but it's those little hand tools that you've collected over all the years. Did, did, what, what was stolen from your band? Did you have your hand tools taken or was it just that drill that didn't work? It was just the drill that didn't work. Um, but I have actually, on another occasion, had my hands hand tools taken out. I was on a job in Sheffield and I, 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 still, I stupidly left them. We were working in, in some, uh, some apartments and I left them on the top floor. Obviously not in the vehicle, but they were on the top floor. Anyway, by the by, I got them stolen and it took me so long to get them back. You know, and they were in a secluded room where, and there was no power on, no one was seeing it. So it was obviously an inside job, but the, 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 the drills don't, in my eyes, yeah, they're taken and, you know, that's a bad thing, but the hand tools is so much worse. Someone actually asked me the other day how much, you know, as electricians, we, we have so many things for so many different jobs. You know, if you do a wide range of, of electrical work, shall we say, you know, fire alarms and, you know, three phase, etc. And someone said to me, how much is that bag there? I said, well, there's probably £1,500 in the bag without the bag, you know, because a pair of snips is 40, 50 quid. And then, you know, you just carry on. It's just endless, isn't it? It's just endless yeah. amounts of stuff. So... What, what did you do after those, those break-ins? Did you do anything extra to your van to try and secure it at all? Yeah, we had the um, we had the push locks fitted, so the, the like the black one. I think they're the, the armor shell or whatever they're called. So they're, they're like a black tubular thing, and you push them in. Um, but now I've got a I've got a transit. Um, I think all electricians do have transits, but um, now I've got the key one. You know, there's like the one that's hidden away. Um, I think Dan, you've got them as well, haven't you? But that that's what yeah, yeah. You know, I've got and they and I've also got the uh, the main lock on the front door. But I've got twin sliders, so I had to get one on each door, one on the back, and then the front one done. So there's not much change out of a thousand pounds there, is there? But then, you know, they see that and hopefully move on. Dan, did you um, have you done anything extra to your van after the break-in? Have you? I know you've just said you've put some extra locks on. Anything else at all? Uh, yeah, so I um, I purchased a van vault, and then as you uh, gentleman was saying earlier about taking your tools out of the van every night and when they're in transit, putting them in the off. Um, I've got the same deadlocks that Matt's fitted on the doors and, and the driver's door. And then I've also got an alarm fitted, which was done by the guy who did the deadlocks. Um, so I get notifications. Um, there's like a SIM card in there, so I get immediate calls. I know when the doors are open and it's just, it makes a lot of beeping when anyone goes near it. So it's just another deterrent to uh, hopefully tell them to do one, so. Yeah, uh, I'll ask. I'll ask you individually because I'm always interested in this. Because um, when we talk about tool theft online, we always see people saying that you shouldn't ever sign right your van because there's a like an indicator that there's stuff in the van. But I'm because I love marketing stuff. My van is sign written completely. So I'll, I'll ask you first, Matt. Is, have you got your van sign written? Do you think that's a, a problem? Not anymore. No, I'm. I'm got since. Uh... What about, what about you, Dan? Have you, do you, have you, have you, have you your van sign written at all? Um, no, it's it's honestly something that I've held off doing, even though I, I'm like yourself, I'd like to brand everything. Um, I've actually held off doing it to try and not say that this van is ready for business and full of equipment and tools because that's, you know, it's, but then again, 
is it costing me business because I'm not sign written? I'm not sure, but yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a pain, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sign written at the minute. We're, we're, uh, so one final question to you both before before we move on. Um, uh, stay with you for a minute, Dan. Where do you think your tools ended up? Um, if you do a look around, do a bit of research, probably on Facebook, Marketplace. Um, you go on there, there's plenty of um, unknown users selling tools for, um, you know, to be honest, I, I, I did a, I, I've always looked before it affected me. I've got a bit of research into it and stuff. It seems that they sell for the same price that almost that you could buy from the shop, which to me doesn't make much sense because, but yeah, it, it seems to be Facebook and eBay where the, the identities are hidden and you can pretty much sell whatever you want, can't you? So. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Matt? Where did your, your broken drill end up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, probably in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, there's. It's like anything, isn't it? The black market is so, you know, it's so vast, and it just it can be anywhere in the matter of, matter of hours, can it? So, you know, they're just. At the time, we sort of said, you know, if they'd have knocked on the door and just said, "Look, you know, give me fifty quid, and I'll own to Giovanni you to pay the fifty pound, even though that's not right." Do you see what I mean? It's you know, it's 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 just pointless, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow, and obviously, seeing Dana having this done and, and having more taken than me was was absolutely gut wrenching to see someone else working hard and and having their tools taken. It's just it's just horrible, isn't it? It's the worst thing you can you can see, or one of the worst things in my eyes. Yeah, um, I'm sorry you've been through that, guys. It's a horrible thing because it's our livelihoods, isn't it? So um, when you take that away from us, take it away from us. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. It's been really great to have you. And I'm sorry to hear about your stories. Make sure you lock those vans up tonight and um, carry your tools in. All right? <laughs> yep. Cheers. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye. So it seems to be a problem, right? It's everywhere. It's all, it's all we hear about. Um, when you had your van broken into, um, before you came up with your unique ways in it, did you come up with any other ways to try and protect your tools at all? Not really. I started taking them in, like yeah. I said. That's the only thing you can do, is start taking them in. But it's an inconvenience, keep on doing Van that. Have you got a van vault to lock them away? I have got a van vault now. So I've got like three forms of security. Yeah. So I've got the shocker. Then I've got, uh, they, can't, they can't open the doors when the alarm goes off. Yeah. And then I've got a van vault. Uh, okay. So they've got three obstacles to get past before they can. So when you, when you um, saw your van broken in two, and you, you know, for the second or third time, uh, what was your initial idea to stop that from happening? I just thought I'm going to make an alarm. Okay. Just an alarm, not a shotgun. Yeah. Just an alarm. So I got my bits and bobs together, ordered some components, and designed this alarm, and it worked an absolute treat. So I thought like, that's worked worked that well. So I, I later added the shotgun. Oh, okay, so the, the shocker wasn't the original idea? Not at all, no. That's just an add-on to the existing system. Oh, okay. Uh, was it, uh, it's a little bit easier for electricians because we understand circuitry and things, but was it an easy thing to put together? Was it an easy thing to make? Not really. It's a bit of an headache. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even now I get a bit confused about the wiring when I'm preparing one for a customer. Yeah, it's uh, not easy for the average guy. Uh, and without giving away your trade secrets, as it were, um, how does it, how does it work? How does the system work? 
Because you're saying about they were saying about doors being peeled back. That's right. Yeah. Well, I've put uh, the contacts or sensors in place where they could potentially fold the door. Like that's at the top and the side where they mainly get into my particular van and top and side of the the back door. And, it's, and internally there must be some sort of, is it like a power battery or is it? Yeah, it's a, like when they touch that, it releases the power and then all my sirens go off. I've got three sirens in there. Okay. And the press described it as like a jumbo jet. So what they do is when they try and get in my van, they set the jumbo jet off. <laughs> well, we have got a, a short video of uh, you installing one in a van. Let's have a quick look at that and it'll give you more of an idea if you haven't seen it. I'm going to fit one today and I'm going to show you, give you a demonstration on how it works. It's called the Stingray. Uh, for obvious reasons, my name's Ray. <laughs> yeah, and the van gives you a sting, so uh, I thought it was a pretty apt uh, name for it. Oh, but it's basically a burglar alarm inside a van, and it's burglar alarm inside a van. Oh no, it'll go through rubber gloves. It's that kind of voltage that will penetrate the glove. I've had a lot of, lot of people say, uh, you've only got to wear rubber gloves. I'm not bothered about the rubber gloves, I'm not bothered about anything because the van has got a massive alarm on it and if you if you try and break into it you try and break it you're not getting anything anyway because i've got extra protection in the van so when the alarm goes off and they do get in there's a van bolt there they're not going to start messing about with a van bolt when this alarm's blazing and the police lights going off because it looks like you've got a police car on your driver So um, what happened, that video's had 10 million views. What's happened? Have you heard from anyone after that? Heard from yeah, I'll get messages from all over the world. Uh, I'm wanting to buy it in kit form. Where can we buy these? Well, you know, I'll get messages every single day. And the feedback is 99.9% .9 positive. Yeah. They love it. So yeah. you're doing it as a business? You're going around... Yeah, I'm fitting these systems up and down the country, yeah. And you mentioned that you've been on television with it? On, on yeah, I've been on TV, yeah, doing TV interviews, radio interviews, all the radio stations, yeah, all the big TV stations. So you've yeah. had good publicity? Oh, I've had massive publicity. The front page of the, the, the big paper, yeah. Um, yeah, massive publicity. And which would you have to pay to have that kind of publicity? And, you, and they've all done it for me. And you've been all over the country for them, yeah? Yeah, no, they come to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've got to come so, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess people watching this, one of the questions they will have for you is: it is it legal to electrocute someone that's sort of opening the door? I suppose if you are. Uh, well, I don't know. Is it legal? Uh, there's a grey area with the police, but my van is sitting on private property. It's got a label on there saying, warning, do not touch, because you'll get a shock. And it's up to them if they want to get it, if they want to try and break into it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Farmers have the electric fences, as I've said before. Yeah. You know, people protect their, their property by using barbed wire on the fence. I've used the shock door handle. What's wrong with that? Is, it, is, it, are, is the electricity side of it armed all the time, or is it only golf and the alarm goes on? No, you can, uh, you can pull on it. You, you can try your hardest to pull on that handle, and there will be no shock. 
if you put a crowbar in my door or try and force it, you'll bring the shocker into play. The police lighten the jumbo jet. Yeah. So yeah. when you say the jumbo jet, you've got those, um, those little sounders called sound bombs. Which are kind of well, like, we've got yeah. sound bombs and sirens, yeah. like police sirens. Okay, and In, you've got blue light there as well. And there's a blue light, yeah, for the uh, the visual effect. So it looks like the police, but it always draws heads. So any time I forgot to uh, switch my alarm off in the street or whatever, everyone looks because it's that loud. And have you um, heard from anybody that you've installed an alarm for? That, that it's, it's stopped their van from being... Yes, uh, I've had uh, two customers who actually thanked me because uh, the Stingray has saved their tools. So I was really chuffed about that, yeah. Did they manage to get it on camera at all? Or? They, uh, they've got it on camera. I've seen it, but they wouldn't let me have it. Okay. <laughs> because they've got expensive cars in the drive okay. and they didn't want them shown. But you've seen your alarm being used to good use in real life? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So what, if people wanted a Stingray, what, what would they do? What do they have to do? Well, I've got a Facebook page, Ray Taylor Stingray Alarms, and you can find uh, it on Google. Okay. Yeah, Stingray. Yeah. Just, you're keeping just, busy with it because it's, it's something that's happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting uh, I'm vans up and down the country as we speak. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's affected you at all, please comment in, or if you want one to raise alarms, I think I'd want to wire my van up to the 230 volts if uh, that's probably not legal, is it? Um, if someone broke it into my van. No, you could kill them if you did that. Yeah, yeah, God. Um, so, uh, have we got any comments in, guys? Any comments that we want to put up from anyone that maybe is uh, affected at all? And uh, Reef King Dave says he's got dead bolts and an additional bolt box um, on both external doors. This is Bavaro. So, that's that thing we were talking about. He's got massive locks on the doors, but you, you said that might make them look for another way to get in, or was there a problem with that? I'm not, like, knocking that kind of uh, lock, but it's, you know, if if I was going to get into a van, I'd, I wouldn't even attempt to try that. I'm going for the easier way to get in that van. That is not an easy way trying to break that lock. It's just, you're not going to touch it. That's what my personal opinion. So it's good, good to have him, but oh, nice to have like some sort of backup. Yeah, with that, you must have an alarm as well and a van vault. Okay. Obviously, if they breach that lock, which they're not going to because they can't get in that lock. Yeah. They have to, so peel the doors, have something uh, behind the peel doors, like a cage or something, yeah. and then you've got your van vault. Your alarm's going off, so they're not going to wait around. Yeah. To, We've got some different ways of um, protecting inside your van. Have we got any more comments in from uh, our, here we go. This is from Kirin. Uh, he has, I have dead locks in my cab and also internal CCTV and external CCTV. Uh, motion detection, the only thing missing is getting a, a Gatling gun. <laughs> I'm sure uh, somebody's probably got that somewhere. So he's got CCTV inside, outside and motion detection. That's even one step further isn't it that's, uh, that's brilliant yeah that's great isn't it yeah, that's brilliant that is brilliant now we've been sent a video actually um by one of our viewers called ben mundy and he's going to show us what he's done inside his van um which has taken it one step further hi my name's ben mundy at mundy vanscury i've been asked to today to explain about my business idea um, about uh, my security gates inside vans basically my mate's van got broken into twice in one week Lost four and a half grand worth of tools and about three grand in work. Insurance didn't pay out. Uh, then he said, then he uh, said I'm going to buy a prison van and see how they get into that then. 
I had some steel left over from the project, um, so I made him a security gate. And as he went on to building sites and stuff, other builders and people have seen it and liked the idea, and that's basically how it came about. Um, so what? And also, this will stop you getting van damages as well. Because like, the thieves don't know, you could have entered your van and they still break into it just to see if you've got a tool in it. So what you do is you close your van doors, but you don't lock them, you set your alarm. As soon as they open your door, the alarm triggers. And then uh, these are level five security locks with 3D keys. sturdy, they're bolted and welded in, so they're very sturdy, um, they've got magnet and sensor alarms, depends on whatever you, whatever you think is best for your van, depends on your own personal preference, um, good thing about this also I do, obviously sometimes they go into your roof or the sides, so they're good like that, so what you do is I've got external, internal, internal roof bars, um, I've also had a Facebook page and a website at Monday Van Security, www.k or my Facebook page Monday Van Security. If you'd like to see more pictures and videos and reviews, thank you for listening. Thanks for sending that in, Ben. That looks up brilliant. No one's going to get any of those tools, are they? No. Right. I think the perfect thing would be um, Karim's inside and outside video CCTV, your alarm with a shock on it, and uh, Ben's old uh, cage there. Absolutely brilliant. I love seeing that. I've seen that a few times, Cage Gunning, but that one is um, looks very sturdy. They're not going to get that. Um, now, we're joined by a very special guest now. We've, uh, we've got someone to join us from the police service, actually. Um, PC Mark Atterbury. He's, I'm going to ask him some questions about tool theft that uh, you guys have sent in. Um, hello, Mark. How are you, Mark? Hi, Andy. Really good to be on the show. Thank you very much. My pleasure, no worries. Um, I just, I just wondering, Mark, has the police seen an increase in sort of tool and sort of van theft? Tool theft, unfortunately, is an ongoing problem that we do see quite regular. Uh, there are peaks and troughs throughout the year, but unfortunately, it is definitely an ongoing problem. Uh, what, what do you think that's down to? Is it, is it down to the pandemic? Has that affected things? Uh, not necessarily direct links to pandemic. One of the reasons why we can have peaks and troughs is there at times can be one individual that's responsible for a particular spate of um, van thefts or van, uh, for thefts from vans. So until that person's apprehended, yeah, that peak unfortunately continues um, and then yeah, there will be a trough um, where yeah, the crime's, crime reduces. Uh, yes, that's what Ray was saying just now. That people go around and, and do sort of five or six in a night. Um, what is, what's the most common type of tool that they, they steal from vans? The most common item uh, is uh, small, uh, easily portable power tools, um, things that are commonly found in most vans. Um, your, your, your drills, impact drivers, steel saws, uh, anything that's you know, easily um, grabbed and uh, you know, can be moved on. Concealed quite easily. Yeah, so I guess any any sort of crime on your van, you, you must report it, and um, we must lock away those those tools. If say someone has been broken into and they've had things stolen, what what support is there available for sort of victims of van crime? So first of all, there is support uh, available to you uh, from us at the police. Um, the first thing that we need, though, is to be told uh, what's happened. We understand that because it is such 
you know, a volume crime that unfortunately does happen so often that people at times will be a bit reluctant uh, to report it in the first instance or um, you won't want the hassle of having to um, you know, report it at all. Um, they'll just you know, make claims on insurance if they can or try and get by through other means. Um, so please you know, report it every single time it happens because uh, with more um, information, more statistics, uh, we've got a better likelihood of catching the offenders um, and getting your tools returned to you. Um, but uh, once it's reported, um, we have victim services um, that will can contact you to offer support. We have something called a uh, neighbourhood safeguarding team. So if it, if it has, because uh, we we appreciate that you know having your tools taken from you is effectively removing your livelihood. So we understand that without your tools, you can't work, which is going to affect your finances, which is going to affect your standard of living. And if you've got, if you're supporting family, children, we understand that it can have a massive effect on your lives. Um, so we have a safeguarding team. And if it gets to a point where um, you are you know, in crisis and you need help, you can let us know. And we work with all the partner agencies. Uh, so if we can identify support from any other partner agency, uh, we can tell them about your situation and ask that they they help you. So it may not necessarily be directly from us at times, but we have the means and the procedures to update other partner agencies that can also get involved and offer um, ongoing support for you. Well, it's good to know that we've got some support there if um, we've been broken into. Uh, just one final question for you. A couple of the guys uh, that were talking earlier saying they think that their stuff ends up on Facebook and, and eBay. Um, but I do hear a lot of people go into sort of pawnbroker shops, you know, the sort of shop where you take stuff in and they, they give you cash for it. Is there is there anything that we can do to stop those sort of shops selling stolen tools? In relation to pawnbrokers, second-hand shops, um, it is a very good place to look for um, for the stolen property. Uh, unfortunately, they, the people working at these uh, stores aren't or can't always uh, identify um, stolen goods from non-stolen goods. Um, one of the things um, that I do when I'm investigating um, your tool thefts or theft from the van um, is if I'm aware of the make, model and the serial number of the item that's been stolen then I could pass that on to the local uh, pawnbrokers, the local second-hand shops. Uh, so they then are expected to record it um, and then if somebody comes in with the item that I've just described to them, then they obviously um, will let us know. And a lot of the times it's really good because before they buy items off people, uh, they'll take their photo, take their details, um, and then we as police obviously have the right to access that if we believe that they're trying to sell on stolen property. Um, so it is, it is really good. Um, it is a really good place for police and there's enough, if you, confident in you're popping in and giving them a call um, you know, to, to ensure that they've got any details of your your tools if they have been stolen. Um, yeah, that, that's great. Um, and uh, ultimately, just communicate with the officer that's investigating your case. Uh, so you should be informed who's investigating it, their details. Um, and if you think that there is a local pawnbroker that needs to be checked, let the officer know that's dealing with your case. Uh, that that store is round the corner and worth worth checking, um, just in case they aren't aware or they haven't thought of it on their uh, investigation strategy. Mark, thank you so much for your time. I really 
appreciate you um, giving us all that information, some brilliant information there. Um, because I'm from Somerset and you're a police officer, I have to say to you, any luck catching those swans yet? See you later. Thanks so much, mate. Um, uh, he was saying there to write down serial numbers of your tools. Have you ever, ever done that at all? Does anybody? No, I've never thought I'd No, I don't think that happens. Then on about putting this uh, chip, chip in there and a fucking GSM. Oh, where, like a, it's a, track, know, a tracking. Yeah, that's what they're coming yeah. out as now. But, I mean, it just doesn't happen, does it? Yeah, the chip probably would cost more than the yeah. tool, maybe. Just get him in a van, Falter, and get an alarm on your van. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was a fantastic sum up to the session. I hope that um, you've got some um, fantastic advice from that. We've, we've had such a brilliant array of guests, the On The Tools legends, the uh, shocker from uh, Ray's uh, Shots Be The Van. We've had a policeman telling us what to do and how to protect ourselves. And we've had two brilliant guests on the road that have been done in themselves by uh, van robbers. Hope that's helped you. And uh, please keep your comments coming in. And if you want any more advice on van theft, there's loads of stuff online that you, you can find. I just hope that you, you're not a victim of it and uh, hope you can protect your tools well. A tool, uh, one of those van boards that we were talking about is um, quite a safe way. I think it might cost about 108 quid. I'll get most of my tools in there. Um, but you must make sure you bolt it to the floor. Otherwise, they're just, they're, they're just lifted out. So thank you for all my guests. And now we move on to our little bit that we do at the end where we show your comments and any questions you might have that we can answer, which is called Ask I mean, even that cartoon, I say this every time, that cartoon looks like a van criminal, doesn't it? Um, or some sort of van murderer. It looks like Desperate Dan on there. Um, so we'll look at a few of your comments that you sent in during this session on, on this Ask Any Session. And we've had a couple of questions sent in um, that we can ask as well. So we've got Tom there. Uh, deadlocks on the van seem to put people off but a mate of mine got his van broken into and they just cut a hole in the door. Extreme, but they would go to any lengths to get the tools now. So that's exactly what you're saying. You've got the, you're never going to get that lock open. No. But you're gonna, they're not even going to look at it. They're gonna, they've got tin snips and things and they're moving yeah, around. It's easier way in. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture the other day of a van. Uh, There's three vans all parked in a, in, a, in a bay and every single one of them had been tin snipped on the... That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got the van broken. Again. Uh, our next comment is from Kieran again. Thank you, Kieran. This is from Mobile CTV. Uh, how can the police influence the government to take a hard line stance on tool theft by giving the thieves a slap on the wrist by a stretch inside? Do you, do you think we're hard enough on no. van thieves? No, these are them costing blokes living, you know what I mean? Them taking, them taking our tools, they're taking our living, and then getting a slap off on the wrist. They should get jailed for it as a deterrent. You know what I mean? I don't know what the, I don't know what the sentence is or what what the charge is, but do they get? They're getting mark? weeks in prison, or some of them are getting conditional discharges. But they ain't bothered because they'll just go into their little bit of time, and when they come back out, they'll do it again. So there is not a, a deterrent out there for these thieves. That that, that makes it a lot harder, doesn't it? Because if they don't get this gap to them, they're going to go and keep doing it. They don't care, do they? Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, we've got one more uh, comment there. No, no, it's okay. So I've got, uh, I've got a couple of questions sent in. Um, the first one is, uh, Andy, what would you actually do if your van was broken into? And um, touch wood, I've, I've never been broken into. Because I've always had this, I've lately had this van vault, which is, it looks like this box, actually. Um, it's quite big. But uh, I, I started reading on Facebook a lot of people getting broken into as we were 
talking about. Um, so I'm hoping that my vans, my tools would stay safe in there, but I do know that they, they can draw those locks as well. So just like um, PC Mark was saying, I suppose the only thing we do apart from getting really angry um, and not <laughs> sort of connected up to 230 volts is you just got to, you've got to go through the system of reporting it. You've got to get that crime number for your um, insurance purposes uh, and make sure your tools are insured. I mean, that's one thing I've got all my tools insured, but I know I work with a lot of people that haven't got their tools insured at all. So um, make sure that they're uh, insured. Anything you would add to that? Get a stingray alarm? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just get a stingray fitted. That'll, that'll stop on doing it. It's, uh, it's the complete deterrent because I've got three ways of stopping them getting in my back. Uh, Matt did mention some carpet gripper there, so um, I'm not sure whether that's illegal, illegal or illegal or not. So uh, I would always look at that, but uh, if that's legal before I start to put carpet gripper in, but I guess some people do like the idea of that. And my, fi my final question is from um, Joe Matthews, who's based down in Dorset. And uh, I reckon you, you can answer this one, uh, Ray, as well. It says, I've heard that ladies love workmen's trousers. Firstly, is that true? And if so, which ones make them look the sexiest? Well, you better have a look at these, then, I think. <laughs> you've got your shorts on this time of year. It's too hot, isn't it, to be going through? Oh, no, you've got to wear your sexy uh, work trousers, eh, for the women? Apparently, it's a thing. Apparently, you, um, your work, your workers' trousers you're wearing apparently is attractive to the ladies. Not sure how true it is, but Joe Matthews seems to think that's true, and um, he's going to go and buy himself some. Although he works in an office, maybe. So that, that sums up our Ask Andy section. If you've got any questions about trousers or sexy things like that, that's absolutely fine. And now we bring us on to our most anticipated part of the uh, the old session, is um, who has won the hoodie. Now, we've gone, we've put all the people that have commented, we've put them through what's called a randomizer, so we can pick this out at random, uh, so we can get one of these hoodies, um, which are absolutely fantastic. And our winner this week is... It's Mel Atkinson. Well done, Mel. We send that to you. If you could just um, send us your address and your details, just just uh, messaging on the Facebook page, and we'll send that over to you. And if we get a photograph of you on uh, with the hoodie on, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Thank you ever so much to all of my guests. We've had uh, Matt and Dan that joined us from the road. Uh, thank you so much to PC Mark who um, took the time out to tell us everything that we can do to protect ourselves. And thank you so much to the legend. That is Ray Taylor, who shocked those burglars trying to get into his van. We hope to see you soon. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Bye for now.